Are you ready for the end of the world? <laughs> I, I can't do an evil laugh, I'm sorry. Whoa. Oh, Treeson can. Are you ready for the end of the world? Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of being... <laughs> what, did I lose one? You, you lost family. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of family. Wake up! Yep. All right. Wake up. And be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Or, the not-so-energy mon. <laughs> and this is Treeson. Good morning, Carbondale. <laughs> Good morning, Southern Illinois. Good morning, listeners on the Internet. <laughs> internet? Interwebs. Yes, we're on the interwebs right now as we speak. Uh, approximately 7 billion people could be listening to us. What? <laughs> I cannot talk anymore. People are listening. It's probably only 5 or 6 billion. You know, some people are sleeping, some are eating, you know. No pressure. Okay. So if there's no pressure, what should we talk about? Just random things? Yeah. I got to go to a very excellent uh, conference. Excellent. A conference of um, my peers, as in solar peers, because uh -huh. that's about the only peers I have. <coughs> uh, I'm allergic to work. Um, I actually got called an old-timer by someone who just started a solar business. And what else did I get called? I got called a colleague by one of my solar heroes. Oh, so, those are both you know, good signs. I mean, you know, imagine growing up in your teens, you know, with someone you learn and information from, and then you know, get called a colleague by them. So that was cool. You know, besides the fact that you know someone who is started the solar industry in the U.S. really, um, I don't know took something I said to heart, so, yep, and I got to kiss his wife, so, <laughs> <laughs> actually, she kissed me, so, um, every Sounds year, like a fun weekend. every year I dance with her, so, <laughs> um, let's see, and I learned stuff, I, that's the best part, I went to four days of training and learning about the latest solar, and, um, the latest trends in solar. And so the trend in solar right now is pretty much mainstream contractors, roofers, and electricians are getting into solar. So I would say 30% of the people at this conference were, you know, mainstream contractors getting trained. So you can't so, teach an old-timer new tricks. You learn things. Um, yes, I learn things, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, roofers and electricians know about their field. But that's one of the things is the National Electric Code, the 2011, just came out this year, uh, you know, the new one. It comes out every three years. Yeah. And it said that a solar person or solar has to be installed by a qualified person. For the first time ever, it actually said something about oh. who. But then the debate was who is qualified. Who is qualified, yeah. <laughs> a roofer is not, electrician is not, a solar installer is not huh. because they have to be all three of them in one person, and that's impossible. Yes, multi-classing. <laughs> so, what else did I miss that's happening around? Oh, yeah. There's been stuff going on. Uh, 
some phone calls going on. Uh, actually, this one's been in some of the mainstream news, too, but I thought we'd mention it here just because it's such, a, <laughs> such an interesting and exciting story. Hey, wait a second. We are not mainstream news? We're... We're mainstream for people who know where to look for actual news. Oh, see, so we're main. We're the real news. Streaming. Yeah. All right. Mainstreaming news. So we're mainstreaming news. All yes. right. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, the guy who who punked Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker is running for Congress as a Green Party candidate. Now, in case you haven't heard of this story, uh, Ian Murphy, or Ian, excuse me, Ian Murphy, uh, the editor of the Buffalo Beast, uh, convinced. Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker that he was billionaire David Koch, and then recorded their union bashing and possibly illegal phone conversation. And this story just keeps getting more and more interesting, uh, because Murphy revealed uh, to the New Yorker that he's going to run for Congress now under the banner of the Green Party, for the seat recently vacated by Republican Christopher Lee of shirtless photo on Craigslist fame. Now this is this is such a funny story to me. Like you know, it's. Uh, he he calls up this guy, this guy's office, and he's like, "Hey, I, I'm David Kosh. Want to hear Just me? any guy. Yeah. Well, he calls up the governor's uh, office, and it's like, you know, I'm David Kosh. I'm your big supporter. I donated a bunch of money to you. Can I talk to the governor? And they say, "Oh, sure." <laughs> then he gets on. He starts. He starts. It reminds me of the Yes Men. We we've mentioned the Yes Men before here on the show, where they pretend to be some corporate executive, and they fool everybody just to see what sort of reactions they get. So he does this. He fools him. He says, you know, oh, I'm, I'm your big conservative funder. Does and, he actually ever say his name? Uh, yeah, he does. And uh, So that's where the illegal part might come in. Well, that's where his, his possibly legal part comes in. But the illegal part on the part of the governor is some of the stuff he says about, about union busting and about um, coordinating political campaigns with each other. Since he thinks he's talking to a, you know, a, a conservative trusted friend, he just goes off on a rant and he mentions a baseball bat at one point, like he's gonna, if people come into his office with the wrong ideas, he's gonna chase them out with a baseball bat, and. So this is a conspiracy. I mean, literally these, they're trying to bust unions across the whole United States, cause that, that's what I heard on the radio when I was driving, you know, 10 hours yesterday, was <clears throat> that this is a concerted effort across the whole United States, not just in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's part of what the premise of this call was. You know, it is David David Koch. Is, this isn't the only uh, campaign he has funded, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a big deal, and it's a peek behind the curtain. It, it, a lot of these things are things that um, you you might suspect or assume that a conservative governor can uh, might be saying behind closed doors, but you never really know. You can never really be the fly on the wall in that office to hear what he's ranting about. But if you make a phone call, <laughs> you might find out. So it's interesting to me that we are basically figuring out ways to shift all of our jobs out of country because we're not willing to pay anybody. I mean, that's basically what is happening. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're trying to do. They're saying the unions have us under a stranglehold and therefore we can't afford to pay them. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, they're they're you know they're saying well those silly unions they're asking for a living wage and you know uh, all those sorts of things so we need to a have living the unions go wage. away. <laughs> yeah, this is a wage that you can survive on. Right? Yeah, one of those crazy ideas you know if I if I work full time at a place I should earn enough money to actually survive. <laughs> so this you know two hundred thousand new jobs that are coming up 
um, this is for people to get a second or third job, correct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. All right. <laughs> so was this has this call been played a lot and replayed and replayed? Yeah, it's been played someplace. They do have. Uh, it, uh, I don't know if the whole thing has. At least parts of it have reached the public and they've been playing at places. And it's it's pretty 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 wacky to hear you know uh, the uh, un uncut version of you know the governor going crazy. <laughs> well, it was very interesting for me to see CNN going you know Libya, Gaddafi, you know protests, <laughs> Wisconsin mayor, you know I mean protests. It yeah. was just like um, so they're they're show they're showing like pro democracy. Movements. Yeah, pro democracy movements, including... and they were showing these flashes <laughs> from like very oppressive regimes, and then they showed Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I could see that after this little peek into what's going on in the governor's mind in Wisconsin, I can see why they they lumped him in there. <laughs> so it, it is funny though, ironic. So let's see, what other news do we have going on these days? Big Oil Lobby announced that it will start donating directly to candidates. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, whoever they were donating to weren't influencing the candidates enough already. Yeah. <laughs> you can never be sure. you, you got to cut out the middleman sometimes. If you give money to someone, then they might give it to someone else. Actually, what Big Oil should do is just cut out the middleman and just run for office itself. <laughs> yeah. How about that? I mean... I'm hesitant to even joke about that because they might do it eventually. The American Petroleum Institute, Big Oil's chief lobbying organization, will start directly backing political candidates. I mean, it used to be that they tried to keep their, you know, backing secret. Yeah. I mean, um, it seems like Big Oil is not getting enough subsidies. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're worried they're not going to get enough subsidies, so well, they got to be... Now, Obama said in his speech that, you know, he's going to eliminate the subsidies to big oil, you know, because, and he actually made a joke about it. He said, you know, I want to eliminate all these subsidies to big oil because, you know, it's it's not like they're doing bad. You know? Yeah. So They don't need the help. They don't need the help, correct. And I like this quote uh, uh, from the uh, API's... Uh, Executive Vice President, you know, American Petroleum Institute, their Vice President says, quote, This is adding one more tool to our toolkit. At the end of the day, our mission is trying to influence the policy debate. Well, yeah, I guess when you give unknown thousands of dollars directly to politicians, that might influence the policy debate. <laughs> but they did only spend $6.7 million and get back a couple hundred million dollars in, you know, subsidies and tax breaks. Yeah. So it's uh, a good return on investment. I it mean. is. It's like, you know, 50 to 1, 100 to 1 return on investment. That's pretty decent for the market these days. <laughs> I still wish that they had the uh, the people in the government's, you know, representatives, uh, presidents and all that would have the sports jackets like they have in NASCAR where you can see who all the sponsors are. Because then we would know, oh, well, this this is the candidate sponsored by the, Ameri uh, the American Petroleum Institute. Well, now it'll be more clear because they're they're finally coming out in the open. Yeah, so we're getting closer to those days. Yeah, so... Since that's going to be direct in public now, we can create our own website where it shows them with those sports jackets. And then there's, what is it, Photoshop it. So you yeah. can just, like, 
instead of just having a list of all their sponsors, they could actually put them on their, you know, jackets. Yeah. I mean, they do that in sporting events, right? They they can just superimpose like advertisements on on the field, know, the, yeah, the football field. <laughs> so why can't you know they start doing that? What is it? What is that show? Um, yeah. Democracy Now. Democracy Now. Yeah. They could do that. They, <laughs> they could, could just superimpose all the logos whenever the president does a speech. Yeah. I wonder if they would get sued <laughs> or something happened because of that. No, it's satire. It's it's fine. <laughs> oh, really? So we can just make fun of anybody, even if there's no basis, or uh, there, does there have to be basis for satire to happen? Uh, actually, I don't think there really does. But as long as as long as you're not saying facts that are incorrect about the person, you know, like you know, we could we could make fun of someone, but if we say that they got donated to and they didn't, that could be oh, cause right. for action. <laughs> so yeah. Here, here's a quote from the Center for America Progress's Dan Weiss, who wrote that the American Petroleum Institute, quote, wants to drill in fragile, sensitive places, keep government tax breaks, expand offshore drilling without reform, and block global warming pollution reduction requirements, end quote. Huh. Well, that's... Wow. That makes it sound a little less friendly and happy now that I know that's what it's going towards. I, I was assuming they, they have American in their name. I was assuming they were honest, hardworking, kind well, they are. Individuals. I mean, they basically just want to make money. So yeah. <laughs> if you are a corporation, the goal of the corporation is to make as much money as possible, which means not caring about anything else but money, right? Yeah. That's why um, when someone says a corporation is... Um, has the same rights as a human, <laughs> if that corporation doesn't have a conscience, they should not be given the same rights as a human. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why certain corporations are now hiring ethics or sustainability staff person. <laughs> yeah. And what their job is to um, either make it seem like they care, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, they run it by that person and that person... Um, well, makes it seem like they care. <laughs> yeah. I would like a job like that. If you'd like to hire me as your corporation's uh, ethics uh, uh, administrator, treesong at treesong.org. Actually, um, I think the University of Champaign-Urbana um, is looking for just that position. <laughs> they call it sustainability coordinator, but, yeah, you know, someone to... Someone to keep an eye on the behaviors. Yeah, make it so that you, you know, don't waste, clean mm. up. What is it all the stuff that mom used to say? Yeah. Sometimes still, you know. Clean up all the food on your plate. <laughs> Take out the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Don't create trash. Don't cause global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spew trash out of your mouth. <laughs> Only you can prevent global warming. <laughs> all right. Let's get to another news story. Uh, knowing is 57% of the battle. Knowing what you spend on energy can cut usage by more than half. Uh, feedback. It's something that works for robot monkey arms and Scientology auditing. So shouldn't it also work to help you save electricity? Uh, networking company Silver Springs Network and Oklahoma Gas and Electric think so. Uh, they teamed up for a year-long experiment in Norman, Oklahoma to test smart grid solutions, allowing users to get feedback on their energy consumption using different technologies and pricing plans. The results? The right combo of gadget and pricing plan help people cut peak household energy use up to 57%. Now, they, they did a special program there, but a lot of this is ideas that 
you can just do at home, like smart thermostats. They self-adjust based on energy needs, prices, overall demand. Well, I mean, if you had a device, like they had 2,500 homes in the study. Yeah. If you had a device that showed what the current cost of energy was and how much, you know, you're spending right at this moment, and that was visible yeah. on your counter or, you know, on your phone or right in front of you, you would, you know, consider curtailing your use. I mean, yeah, you'd look at it and say, "Oh, it's in the it's in the high zone. This little speedometer went up. I, maybe I left my laptop on." <laughs> and I mean, people play around with it. My my solar customers do it all the time because, well, they make their own energy, and so they care about that that energy doesn't get wasted. So, um, people who um, buy their own energy should care that the energy that they are buying doesn't get wasted. Yeah, I mean. And if you're an environmentalist here in the Midwest, the majority of energy is coal-fired, you know. So you should care that you are actually killing yourself <laughs> by, you know, keeping yourself warm. Yeah. And there's those uh, those kilowatt meters and things like that. There's all sorts of ways to track your energy use. If you would like to learn more about anything we talk about in our show, you must get on our newsletter. Our newsletter is sent out every week right after we talk about it. Yes. <laughs> Info at yourcommunityspirit.org to get on our newsletter. Or you can read about it on our website, yourcommunityspirit.org, or we're on the blog post. Yes. So <laughs> there's a lot of places to learn about us. The blog post is wdbx.wordpress.com. So. <laughs> All right, let's get into some happenings. Yes, happening times. Did you know that today's the 56th day of the year already? I did. Today is, you know, all right. Today happens <laughs> to be Friday the 25th of February. It is National Day in Kuwait and the birthday of George Harrison. Yes, and Saturday... Uh, we have uh, International Sword Swallowers Day. Oh, for Pete's sake. <laughs> it's also for Pete's sake day. <laughs> uh, got the anniversary of Grand Canyon National Park. Uh, oh, and the birthday of Johnny Cash, the singer. Lip Saturday is Liberation Day for Kuwait. And open that bottle night. That's uh -huh. probably why it's for Pete's sake day. <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. Sunday <laughs> happens to be... The Academy Awards. Oh, what's that all about? I don't know. It's some kind of um, yeah, popularity contest. <laughs> Independence Day for the Dominican Republic. <laughs> I like talking about independence. Seems like we're having more and more countries declaring their independence from tyranny. Yeah. The country Wisconsin is working <laughs> on it right now. I was just thinking of them. When does Wisconsin get their independence? <laughs> okay. Uh, Monday is Floral Design Day. Uh, National Tooth Fairy Day. Tuesday is National Horse Protection Day and National Pig Day. Mm -hmm. Couldn't the horses and the pigs have, like, separate days? Uh -huh. The horses are well, saying, pigs get the day at the same time. Uh -huh. Maybe they can protect each other. They can get a whole uh, animal farm racket going on and take over the farm. Um, Tuesday is Peace Corps Day. Uh -huh. That's good. Tuesday is also Plan a Solo Vacation Day. 
How about that? Have you ever thought of doing that? I, if I do a solo vacation, I think it's going to be just stay at home <laughs> for like a week. Or at least a day. I'm going to try to have every Sunday be no technology day. I'm, I'm up to like noon. <laughs> of course, I try to sleep in till noon. And yeah. <laughs> well, if you sleep in till the whole the whole day, then you'll evade technology. <laughs> Tuesday is re refired, not retired day. Okay, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> okay, it's also in Iceland. It's beer day coming up on Tuesday. All right. The, Tuesday is the Independence Day in Bosnia. And the anniversary of the land mine ban. Yeah. So no, no blowing that, people up. Really? I I could have sworn that land mines were still in use. Yeah, they're still in use. It, uh, people are trying to ban them. <laughs> it's I sort of like any ban. You know, you say, let's not do this, and then some countries still do it anyway. Okay. So, all right. Let's try not to kill people too much, right? Yeah. Uh, Wednesdays... Uh, the Read Across America Day. It's also the birthday of uh, Dr. Seuss, Theodore Geisel. Now, that's a hard guy to read. <laughs> if you can read Dr. Seuss, I think you can read anything. I don't mean it's it's fun to read. It's just a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday is I Want You to Be Happy Day Day. It's also, what if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs day? Uh-huh. That would make me happy. <laughs> they might take over. No, I was thinking they could do my chores and stuff. <laughs> Just like, oh, you want some food. Well, yeah. why don't you go why get don't your you own go? food? Yeah. <laughs> make some lunch. Let's see. I guess that's it. Yeah. If you have any holidays to send our way, uh, my email address is treesong at treesong.org. Right. If you have any happenings that you would like to happen, I think you should probably email them to us, the happening guys. Yes. <laughs> um, info at yourcommunityspirit.org or, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you can also email me, treesong at treesong.org. All right, so coming up to t- tonight, we have one of our regular Friday happenings, Rice and Spice, Slow Food Dinner. Uh, coming up tonight, starting at 6 p.m., Guy House Interfaith Center. This week, Or's mom, Yael, leads the cooking as we celebrate Purim, a Hebrew festival that commemorates the deliverance of the Jewish people as recorded in the Book of Esther. So, slow foods, get to come and help prepare the meal, get to talk to people. It's not like the fast food experience where you run up to a window and snatch the food and run away. And you can come learn about Purim. I think Purim is actually like in two weeks. Purim is like, I want to say it's like Halloween, but not really. I mean, Halloween, it has a lot of the same aspects of Halloween. A lot of, you know, putting on costumes and having games and fun. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Have got away from a lot of the religious connotations. Just like Halloween, I guess, has got away from a lot of the spiritual connotations. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, there's food. There's food. Yep. So. It's going to be good food. <laughs> 913 South Illinois, the Kai House Interfaith Center. Now, there's just a few days left of this, and I'm very glad that I made it back in town. 
that I can catch the last few days of the Big Muddy Film Festival. I'm sure, as usual, they have, on the last few days, they have Best of the Fest. So if you would like, um, I think it's just Big Muddy... BigMuddyFilm.com There you go, BigMuddyFilm.com, and you can see the Best of the Fest. Um, the Big Muddy Film Festival is actually very awesome in that it is a film festival, and people send stuff from all over the world to enter this film festival. It's like, um, it's not like the Cannes Film Festival, uh-huh. but it's a very much an alternative film festival yeah. that people think is very up there and prestigious. Yeah, it's the Southern Illinois style Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, I didn't realize how prestigious it was. Yeah. I mean... Well, because we're here, we sort of know it's here, we take it for granted, but then there's people from other parts of the country that know about it, too, and, and participate. fly in yeah. from all over the country. They do. It's a huge deal. It, yeah. To come see it and see the films and see who wins and... They experience their first taste of Southern Illinois. And I think it's like over 20 years been happening, too, so... All right. All right, other happenings. We've got the... Sorrel Chorus, Chant and Song Circle, uh, coming up Sunday at 3 p.m., Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. Uh, we get together weekly and we sing chants and songs of an earth-centered nature. It's a pretty fun time. I'll be there. Hopefully you will, too. Uh, may see you there. Questions of Faith and Reality. Whoa, that's a big title. Yeah. It is an inquiry into spiritual and existential questions of life. Um, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Gaia House Interface Center. What's nice about this is literally there's a facilitated by a group of people from all the different religions. Yeah, they've got, so, yeah. Already, just, even before you show up, they've already got a diverse group there, so then you can show up and add to that. And I've heard really good reviews of it. I've talked to a couple people who have gone, and it sounds like a really fun thought-provoking, exciting experience. So we've got a uh, couple courses coming up over at Guy House as well. Uh, Living Well with Uncertainty. Uh, it's going to be starting Thursdays at 7 p.m., starting on March 3rd, over at Guy House Interfaith Center. Uh, thinking about one's future these days can be somewhat frightening. The question that guides the inquiry in this course is, how can I harness the benefits of uncertainty for the healthiest, wisest, and most compassionate uses. Uh, this is going to be led by uh, R. Michael Fisher, director of the Center for Spiritual Inquiry and Integral Education. And he's going to have guests like Jim Hansen, Hugh Muldoon, and Maureen Pyle leading sessions there. Uh, and you can contact him at 618-529-1166 to register or get more information. A new course taught by Treesong offers an introductory exploration of mythological narratives in popular culture. Yes. <laughs> That's, I guess you could apply um, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Halloween, I mean, Halloween is very much pop culture, but people don't realize how much it's based on actual, you know, happenings, actual... <laughs> Religion, actual, actual, actual. <laughs> yeah, the actual ancient stories, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, we're still working on the details. Hopefully by next week I'll have the exact time and uh, place and all that. Well, place is going to be Guy House Interfaith Center, but the exact time and day. Um, so, so the name of that course is Pop Culture as Modern Mythology. Yeah, we're going to look at, you know, modern films and books and see uh, the different narratives in them, see the hero's journey throughout them. 
It's going to be a good time. All right, then, speaking of good times, we've got time for one more happening here. Winged Creatures, a movie night about whooping cranes. It's coming up on Thursday, March 3rd, 7 p.m., at the Cache River State Natural Area. That's at the Cache River Wetland Center, 8885 State Route 37, uh, in Cypress, Illinois, 62923. So they're going to be enjoying Flight School, a, a film with the whooping crane. It's also going to be a discussion of whooping cranes. It's free, 618-657-2064 is the number to call for info. So if you would like or miss some of this stuff, please email info at yourcommunityspirit.org and we'll put you, if you want to be, on our newsletter, which we send out right after the radio show each week. We'll see you again on the radio next month. Uh, yes, next week, next month. Same bat time, same bat channel. Stay energized.